they're thinking, you know, come on, you've got this this stable income. Although what you mm. said earlier on was absolutely true. Like you're not actually stable in a job when you're working for somebody else. So why fail at a job you hate when you could fail at a job that you absolutely love? Hi, Paddy. Hey, Ashley. How's it going? It's going good. How's it going with you? Good. Because it was the Commonwealth opening ceremony last night in Glasgow. The city has a great buzz about it, and I'm feeling very patriotic right now. Are you out taking photos? Nah, I'm really. These days, I'm more like girl without a camera. Right. Um, no, I just uh, I was just there enjoying myself with my eyeballs and not taking any photos. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good. However, I'm very excited about our topic today because I think it's going to resonate with a lot of people um do you want to give an intro as to what we're talking about paddy well i think we're talking about uh, i guess many of our listeners are in a position right now where they're they're in a job that they really don't like um and it's it's paying the bills but it's not their their dream it's not what they really want to do and they have an idea for a business built around their passion um like something they've wanted to do for for a long time, but you haven't yet taken that big step to actually quit your job and pursue it. So I thought we could talk about uh, our experiences with quitting jobs and uh, moving on to the the next step and actually pursuing what, uh, what your passion is for a living. Yeah. Because one of the things that you said was that you have only been doing this for two years. So it must have been, well, freelancing for two years. Mm-hmm. So it must have been two years ago that you took the plunge and quit your full-time employment, right? Mm-hmm. Just well, over I, over two years ago in April. Well, I want to know, like, well, first of all, just if you tell us your story, but also when did you get to the point that you knew you were going to quit your job and was it a scary decision or was it like, no, this is a no brainer. I'm going freelance. Yeah. I was working for an agency for, for three years and I was, yeah, just not happy with the, the, the type of work I was doing. I wanted to, I wanted to do more, a lot more illustration stuff and work on iOS apps and kind of have more control over what projects I worked on and what projects I, I didn't work on. And the company just wasn't getting that sort of, that sort of work. And that wasn't really what their, where their focus was. And, uh, and I just wasn't enjoying it for a long time. Uh, now when I think back on it, I wish I'd, uh, taken the, the leap a lot sooner than, uh, than I did, but, um, I think for a, yeah, for a long time, it was kind of bubbling that I was, I wasn't really enjoying what I was doing every day, but I also had the, um, I mean, it's a scary thought to think, you know, of, uh, of quitting your job and, you know, going out and trying it on your own. You have a lot of, there's a lot of fear there, whether, you know, I was thinking, you know, would it be good enough to, you know, to work for myself and, and get enough freelance work or, uh, yeah, would I be able to, to get enough work to sustain myself? And, uh, uh, there's a lot of doubt there. There was a lot of doubt there. Um, and it's, it's a pretty scary thought to, to just kind of, uh, leap off and, you know, just rely a hundred percent on, um, on yourself. So after a while I 
I thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to, um, I'm going to leave, but I didn't do it like straight away and jump into it. I think the, one of the most important aspects of it, if you're kind of, if you're unhappy in your, in your job, one of the most important things to do is, you know, prepare. So look at how much money you're going to need to realistically, uh, bring in every month. If you're going to be working on it for yourself or with this new business, look into, you know, everything, the, what setup costs you're going to have and, uh, you know, consult with an accountant and tell them, you know, where you're at right now and what your business idea is and, and where you want to go and, uh, just work out, you know, uh, also plan for the worst, you know, put some money aside for, uh, if things go wrong, uh, and you have to do yeah a lot of preparation before you just go in and say, I quit. And so you definitely don't think that people should wake up one day and say, I'm miserable in my job, march into the office angry and tell their boss that they quit. You don't mm -hmm. think that that's a good idea. No. Uh, well, I, I prepared a lot and looked into the feasibility of it and did a lot of planning before I, uh, I told my boss that, uh, uh, that I was quitting and going freelance. Um, and I, but I also did, uh, I also worked, uh, went to more of a part-time and took on, uh, well, at first I took on some freelance work in the evenings and weekends to see if there was enough demand out there, but then it was just taking up, eating up all of my free time. And I just was working at work and then coming home and working on freelance stuff. And then uh, I had no time. So then I went to working part-time with them and, uh, a couple of days a week I would do freelance and, uh, three days a, work, uh, a week working with them, but that very quickly filled up as well. And I didn't have enough time. So that really gave me the indication that, okay, there's enough demand here. I should be able to, to work for myself and have enough work, um, so that I could live off it. Um, and then that's when at that point I felt I was comfortable enough to, to quit and, and make the leap. I wouldn't suggest, yeah, just waking up and, and going and quitting and, um, and then worrying about it. Once you've actually quit, I think you have to do a lot of preparation beforehand. I find it really interesting, though, that your you, your boss actually allowed you to take on a part time role so that you could um, concentrate on some of your freelance stuff. I, I don't think that's quite common, is it, for bosses to be able to do that? Probably not. I think there was. Uh, I think there were other people that had done it in the past, so I knew that it would. Um, that it was a possibility at least. So, um, otherwise, yeah, that's, that's probably not something that would happen everywhere. Um, which is a shame because that would make the transition for a lot of people easier, wouldn't it? Yeah. But I guess a lot of places wouldn't do that sort of thing if they're, you know, trying to keep people, they want them either a hundred percent at their, at their office or not yeah, at was all. Your boss, so. When you told him you were going to quit, what was he, was he like, did he see that coming? Cause you're you're talented or what? Uh, I think he did see it coming or he didn't seem that surprised when I actually did tell him. So I think he said it, but he knew like I was upfront about my reasons that I wanted to, I wanted to do different things. I wanted to do more illustration stuff. And that's not the, the things that that's not the type of projects that we're getting. And, um, and I think that's another really important point is the first person you tell that you're going to quit has to be your boss. So don't, you know, chat about it with your other colleagues and let it spread around. And then eventually your boss finds out from someone else. That's a real recipe for 
disaster. So I, this the, he's the first person I, I told when I wanted to quit. So Is that just um, because of like office etiquette or is that because you wanted to be on good terms so that he could still perhaps recommend you for work to other clients or whatever? You definitely, uh, no matter what the the relationship is like, and my relationship was really good uh, with my boss, but you don't want to, if the situation isn't good, I mean, you don't want to burn any bridges. Like it might be tempting you know, no matter how much you hate your boss, uh, you still need to be professional and just hand in your notice and leave and concentrate on the future business. You don't want to be, you don't want to be trying to set up a new business and then discovering that potential customers, um, have heard about how you, you know, very ungracefully stormed out of the office or told your boss certain things or, you know, made a scene. So why it's going to be a big enough challenge setting up a new business. So why, make things harder for yourself and have a whole ton of like have a bad reputation uh, out there no matter how tempting it is you just need to if you're unhappy in your job right now you just need to focus on the the positives and uh, of your new job and when you're a year or two down the line and join your new business so much you'll not be giving a thought to your your previous boss and the 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 previous job from hell um so definitely I would always keep on good terms, no matter what your what your relationship is like with them. Yeah, but I think that undoubtedly the biggest barrier that's really stopping people from quitting their job and pursuing their passion is obviously fear. And that really stems from, uh, well, I think for most people it stems from a financial perspective because... A lot of people do have families to support. They have kids. They perhaps have spouses who don't work. But this is why, like you said, it can't be something that you just do. Um, you know, it can't be a rash decision. It has to be something that, that you do after you've been working on your passion-based business on the side for a while. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is a case of slow and steady does win the race. And I, I, I feel... Um, kind of contradictory saying this because I really hate that whole hustle 24 seven, like work, work, work stuff. I think you have to have a really healthy work-life balance, but I do think that when you have decided that, okay, your job isn't right for you, you want to, you want to do your passion full time, you are going to have to use the free time that you have around your nine to five job to grow your business. And yes, that does mean evenings. And yes, that does mean weekends and use that time to, you know, work, work with clients or build your product. If it's a product you're working on, use it to beef up your portfolio and and whatnot and and by doing that the advantages of it is it's quite obvious um you know you you work on building this side income with your passion whilst you still have the security of your day job and it also means that you kind of learn the business side of it naturally as opposed to having the stress from day one about getting everything right because i know for a fact you and i had a wee email from somebody kind of stressing out about wanting to go out on their own and they were like, ah, but I don't quite understand all of the business stuff. And we were like, you don't have to from day one, just kind of grow it really organically. Mm -hmm. And that means coming home from work, having your dinner and then sitting down and working until midnight. So be it. I don't encourage stupid hours, but I think for, I think it's a temporary 
it's a temporary kind of pain, a temporary fatigue for what will be a long-term gain. Don't yeah. you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I mean, that's what I did for, for a period of a few months anyway. I, um, uh, I took the work on in the, in the evenings and the weekends and it really, you know, sometimes it was, it was crazy. It went for days with no, no free time whatsoever. And there was a lot of pressure in there, but I, you know, I learned a lot about, um, conducting business on my own and dealing with, dealing with clients directly, you know, not, not being behind a, behind a company, you know, it was just, it was just me. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff you have to, to learn about, about, you know, setting up your own business. But I mean, you get out there and you talk to an accountant and you learn everything you need to know. And, uh, I definitely did it organically, but there was, there was a lot of tough times as well, but now I'm in a position, uh, yeah, it's a temporary thing. And now I'm in a position where I'm, uh, comfortable and have enough, have enough work. And, uh, I'm pretty, pretty good at my work-life balance now. And, um, I don't have to, you know, I'm not working 24 seven and I'm much happier in the, in the actual, in the working time of the day, the, the stuff that I'm working on, I'm much happier with it. And I have a lot more free time now than when I was doing a nine to five job. So it is a temporary thing where you have to put in that effort uh, and move away from kind of in that transition period, but it really helps in the long term. And you chat, you talked about the, the fear, the, the, the fear of losing the security in your, in your nine to five job. But, you know, people might be saying, you know, I've got responsibilities and, uh, and while I don't enjoy my day job, I have security in it. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick with it and maybe down the line, I'll do something with my passion. But I mean, realistically, nobody has job security. No job is guaranteed. Like if you're, if you're an employee, then you have less control over your job security than if you were doing it yourself. If the company runs into trouble or the economy takes a downturn, I mean, you're expendable and then you're pushed out the door on the back foot rather than choosing to, to walk out it and set up your own, uh, your own thing. But if you, if you, if things go wrong when it's your business and your passion, then at least you're in control of how it's handled and what, what happens. So, I mean, yeah, just the, the fact that, that no job is, um, is really secure. So why not go for something that, that you're in control of and that you're enjoying rather than, um, than working for, for someone else. If you've got an idea that you want to, that you want to pursue some passion based idea that, that you want to set up. Um, but it is a lot of work. I mean, once you've, once you've quit your old job and you're into your new one and, and you're setting up your passion-based business, then it is up to you. So the success of this new business, you know, it depends on how hard you work at it. So when you're working for someone else, it's really easy to blame everything you don't enjoy about the job on them and about your surroundings. Like the company doesn't give you enough responsibility or, uh, they're making decisions you don't agree with and, and all of that stuff, all the stuff that you hate about your job, it's very easy to blame, blame the company, but whenever it's you calling the shots, the buck stops with you and um, you have to take responsibility for it and you're in control. So, I mean, there's good and bad points about, about that as well. But in the grand scheme of things, the quitting part is, is the really easy part. It's the, the building of a new business based around your passion. I mean, that's the really hard part. 
Yeah, it isn't just a financial change and it isn't just a lifestyle change when you work for yourself. It's a massive mental jump too, because like you said, like you said, it's you that's responsible for your own income. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have all of the kind of boring business bits to deal with. It's not always fun and games. It's not always drawing pictures of dinosaurs. Paddy. Most of the time it is nowadays. So. Oh, most of the time. Yeah, you've cracked it. <laughs> um, but we have talked a lot about being very prepared to quit your job, which I 100% agree. I'm not a massive risk taker, if I'm honest. Um, but I do have a good example of somebody who did lose their job and it really motivated them into changing their life and now they're incredibly successful Mm -hmm. and that person is pat flynn do you know pat flynn i don't think so so he does um the smart passive income blog Uh and his background prior to that was as an architect and he was made redundant so he didn't quit but it is a similar principle he was made redundant he no longer had the security of his nine to five and instead of looking for more work, he decided, no, I'm going to do my own thing. And he had been working on this website for architects and he, he bundled all of the content into an ebook and sold it. And in his first month, he made $8,000. And nowadays, I, I think he's bringing in over, I'm not kidding, over $50,000 a month. Wow. It's insane, isn't it? So I think, you know, when you look at him and you think he was kind of backed into a corner Mm-hmm. And he was forced to, he had to make it work. He didn't have the security, so he had to make it work. And he did. But even though I've told you that story, I do think, I still think that that doesn't work for everybody and that quitting your job should be a very calculated decision. Yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah. You do You do have to know what you're passionate about. You do have to know what route it is you want to take. Is it that you want to go freelance or is it that you want to build up a business and employ people or work on your own products? Like you said, you have to know what your overheads are so that you know exactly what money you need to be bringing in to to live off of and also obviously make a profit. Um, and I, I think you should also have a roadmap as well of where you want to be down the line. And we talked about that in the first episode, mm-hmm. you know, we, we both talked about where it is we want to go. So we both know where it is we're headed. And I think that's, that's quite important. Um, but, you know, I was thinking about this when we were, because I've never had the experience of that you have. You've um, never, you've never quit a job? Not, not a proper job. I've had like crappy passing the time college jobs, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but as soon as I came out of college, I inherited my dad's business. So I've, n- I've not had a conventional background at all, mm-hmm. but I was thinking about it. And obviously I've chosen to pursue insurance full time. And I, I do that kind of Monday to Friday, nine to five type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then on the side, I have photography, but I've realized that I could, I'm at a point right now in my life where I could, if I wanted to quit insurance to pursue photography full time. And that's, that's quite a liberating feeling and that's quite exciting. I don't want to pursue photography full time, but if I, if I wanted to, I could. And I got into that position of being able to make that jump um, as a result of years of hard work where I, you know, I did work in clients around my, my nine to five job. I've built up my clients, I've built up my portfolio 
I've got my industry experience. And I'm sure that if I did decide to quit insurance and, and pursue photography full time, it would still be a very scary decision. But I have that buffer. I wouldn't be starting from scratch because I already have a lot of um, regular clients, you know, who, who book in their yearly family shoots or whatever. Um, and I have the, the way the, a lot of weddings I've done where they're recommending me to their friends and whatnot. And I've, I've got all of the essentials in place. I've got my business bank account. I've got an accountant. I've got my business insurance, which I took out through myself, by the way, insurance by Jack. <laughs> and, and that's all been on the site while working on my main job. But I've got to a point now where, yes, technically I could just quit insurance if I wanted to and work in photography full time. So that's definitely the way to do it, isn't it, Paddy? Yeah, I think you need that. Uh, I think that on the Sean West podcast, uh, and I know he's he's writing a book uh, about the overlap technique. Uh, and what he, does that mean? He's talking about, uh, I think in their first ever episode on the podcast, they talked about this, the you know, working in your, in your day job, and but supplementing that on the side with your, your passion based project. And, and, and then eventually, you know, they have a, they have an overlap and you're, and then eventually you're, you know, working on your passion. Ah. Uh, that, um, that's definitely something we'll put in the show notes. You should go check that out. Do you know what a really great book is? Please tell me you've read it because it's so, it is exactly what we're talking about right now. Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk. Ah, I've never read that, no. Oh, I think that, I think that inspired a whole movement of people to, to quit their, their jobs, Mm -hmm. actually. My, my sister did that. She followed the advice in his book and was kind of like doing, she's into, she's a dress designer, but she's also into like makeup tutorials and, uh, not makeup tutorials, but makeup and hair and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she she did um, followed his advice in his book and did all of this on the side and you know was making videos of of her doing her makeup and stuff on the side. And um, yeah, now she she's absolutely huge on YouTube and she has like over millions of views and she's a YouTube partner and stuff and making money from it. So that stuff oh, wow. works. And yeah. she she was working in somewhere else. I can't and even she... remember what she was doing before then. But yeah, but yeah, she and quit and set up her own thing and built it up on the side, and that's the way that's the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a difficult thing. I mean, it's a big, scary thing to to you know quit your job. I mean, a lot of people will just put up with it and think, yeah, I'm really not happy. But it's I I know everything about my job, and I know that I'm uh, that I can do it, and it's kind of safe, and I'll just keep going in, you know nine to five. Do, do you have any advice though, for people who d- want to do what you did, but they might not have the support of their partner? Like you, you had support, didn't you? Yeah. My, my girlfriend was really supportive. And when I was trying to set up my, my freelance business. Um, so yeah, advice for, uh, I don't really have experience of not having support from, uh, from a partner. I mean, are you talking about like uh, if the partner isn't working and that's there's pressure on you to keep, uh, yeah, to keep with your safe job and so that the money keeps coming in? Well, not even that they aren't working, but just that they're they're thinking, you know, come on, you've got this this stable income. Although what you mm-hmm. said earlier on was absolutely true, like you're not actually stable in a job when you're working for somebody else. So why fail at a job you hate when you could fail at a job that you absolutely love yeah absolutely Um, 
but yeah, people who just don't have, you know, they're thinking, why, why quit when you have this good job, good mm-hmm. money? You know, why, why quit? It's a long term thing as well. You have to think about your, you have to think about your happiness, and uh, you know, the longer it goes on and on, uh, that you're going to a job that you hate. I mean, it it totally affects the rest of your life, and yeah, you have to. I think you know a good partner will see that that you're. Uh, that you're struggling with your job and you really, you know, when it comes to Monday morning, you're really, um, you're really struggling. And I mean, if you've got a passion that you, that you want to fulfill, I mean, any passion can, you can turn any passion into a job. I mean, there's enough, there's enough people out there that, that you'll find some people that want to buy whatever you're interested in making or, or uh, make use of your service or talent, whatever it may be. So, I mean, there's definitely, if you can prove a, a case for it, um, to if you're wanting to convince somebody that your passion-based business idea could work, I mean, there's a ton of examples out there of people that have set up, you know, crazy businesses and unusual businesses. So you can show those examples and, and say, look, mine isn't this crazy and show that, you know, how talented you are or how that you... Um, if you're working in your free time as well on the business, you can show, look, there is enough demand here for my, uh, for my skills and I should be able to make, make money on this and be happy at the same time. So, uh, I think you just have to, yeah, prove your case that, that you will be able to, to set up a business, uh, based on your passion. Mm-hmm. So I think that, I think anybody can make a living from doing what they love. But if you're feeling inspired right now to quit your job, don't do it just yet. Make sure you're building your passion-based business on the side and growing it. And I know it's hard work, um, but guess what? The hard work doesn't end there. That's that's just the beginning, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the hardest work, I mean, it's, so when you're working in somewhere you you're not enjoying and then you're working a bit on the side on your, on your passion. That's a lot of hard work and takes up a lot of time. And it's quite, yeah, when you actually do quit something you're not enjoying, it's scary, but you'll feel so, so good afterwards. And you feel like a weight's lifted off you. But once you start working on your own business, um, you need to work a lot, lot harder to make sure that it succeeds. So it's a totally different kind of work than just showing up at your nine to five job, it's, it's, yeah, you're really, uh, the success of it is really on your shoulders and you have to do, you have to do a lot, a lot more work uh, when you're setting up your own business and put a lot more hours in at least at the, at the beginning stages, but eventually it will pay off. And then, and then you'll have a successful business that you own a hundred percent of, and you'll be, you'll be able to, you know, relax a lot more than, than what you were doing before and have a better work-life balance and you'll be getting to the work part. You'll actually be enjoying a lot more. Yeah. There is nothing more satisfying than making a living from your passion. But anyway, shall we wrap this up, Paddy? Sounds good. Well, you can tweet us at working out show, or you can email us on info at working And if you are enjoying the show, we'd really appreciate a positive rating on iTunes. Thanks and see you next time. Well, we won't see you because we can't see you. Um, 
speak to you next time. Bye. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs>